in a world where choices often feel like a coin toss. Let's embark on a faith-filled journey together in search of wisdom, purpose, and the path that leads us to becoming the head and not the tail. Let's go. What is up? Welcome to the first episode of season two of the Heads or Tails podcast. It feels so good to be getting back into it and just getting behind the mic. I'm, I've missed it. I think it was only a week that I wasn't recording, but I couldn't help myself. I was actually planning on waiting a couple more weeks, but I just, I couldn't hold back. I was so excited. In this episode, we are going to be talking about the juicy subject of dating, which will be about what men don't want you to know when it does come to dating. By this, I want to make clear that I'm not talking about all men. I'm talking about the men who may not be looking to settle down or the men who want to maybe just mess around. I'll also be chatting about how men who are looking for someone and looking for something serious may start to test women during the dating stages. And I want to prepare you and yeah, prepare you for the dating season ahead of you. I'd like to encourage and teach you how you can be one step ahead of our dating opposite, the male. You're probably thinking, why would you take advice from a 28-year-old single woman living with her parents? Well, yes, correct. And what do I know about dating? And I usually kind of avoid it altogether. But I have been surrounded by women growing up, sisters, friends, etc. And time and time again, the same dating situations they have faced and I have faced have reoccurred. So I've kind of caught on to the male strategies in the dating world. Ultimately, I want you to avoid being the underdog when it does come to dating and meeting new people. Before we even start dating, we need to know our worth, know our boundaries, and to stick to our beliefs and values throughout the dating journey. The last thing I want to see is women out there chasing men who have the wrong intention. You shouldn't even be chasing a man who does have the right intention because it isn't the woman's job to chase. I know we live in a world where women feel like they need to dominate every situation. They are striving for gender equality, but I believe that that's what's disabling men to do what they were created to do, and that is to do the pursuing. If you don't agree with me, absolutely no stress. We are all entitled to our own opinion, and this is my opinion. And I'm sure you'll find a podcast out there that suits your beliefs, but I believe what the Bible teaches, and that is Proverbs 1822, he who finds a wife finds a good thing and receives favor from the Lord. Notice that Solomon, the most wisest man on the planet during those days, says he who finds a wife finds a good good thing. Call me old fashioned. Nowadays, countless women are resenting and hating on men and wondering why they suck so bad. But honestly, I believe a huge reason why men aren't the way they used to be is because women have forced themselves into the masculine position, not leaving much room for a man to do what he was created to do, and that is to work hard in pursuing the woman he loves. I'm not taking sides here, but I do feel like our generation has absolutely killed the dating world. But keep listening, because I do believe we still have hope for our singles in finding love, I am going to list a few points of how we can become the head, 
the prized possession, a woman who respects herself and who is clothed in strength and dignity and who is wise and full of joy. Okay, number one is know your worth. You are going to have a very hard time dating and finding someone if you're a woman who doesn't know her worth. Maybe you don't recognize what you have is so incredibly unique. And the whole point why I created this podcast is I want to encourage and make known to you that you are unique and designed to be you. Before you date and meet people, you need to highly regard yourself. You are so worthy of love and you are worthy to be treated and to be cared for. And you're special and you're one of a kind. All right, I'm not here to feed you cushy, cringy lines and sentences. I'm going to get real. Maybe you're insecure about your looks. I am so guilty of this. And that's why I've included this in here. All my life, I've done everything to try and make myself more beautiful. You won't be everyone's type. And that is a great thing. And I've, I've spoken about this in one of my other episodes. What one man sees as beautiful, another sees as ugly and vice versa. Don't let the way you see yourself de- devalue how you carry yourself. Because some men probably look at you and some people probably look at you and are in awe of what you look like. We all have different perceptions of what beauty should look like. It even says in God's word that beauty is fleeting. If you're struggling to see your worth because you don't feel physically beautiful, I want to tell you that it isn't about what you look like. And what you think isn't beautiful, another person does think is beautiful. So don't let the outward appearance make you feel less valued. I just wanted to add that because personally, like I said, it is something that I've struggled with. I put all my worth or I used to, in my physical appearance. If I didn't feel or look beautiful, I felt completely worthless. (laughs) That is so sad. How sad is that? I did used to be a lot worse, but I I feel like I'm definitely not as bad, but it was something I really struggled with. I want to add as well that if you are putting all your worth in your looks, someone will eventually walk into the room who is prettier than you. Then what? there's always going to be someone hotter than you. So instead of striving to be the hottest in the room, maybe try being the kindest or the funniest. And if your humor is drier than a desert cactus, then be the generous one in the room. But quit trying to strive to be the best looking because you will be humbled very quick, sweetie. I swear I was many times, many, many times. Also, you should never ever put your worth in what you do for a career or a job. What you do for a living doesn't determine what kind of person you are or make you less valuable than someone who is a CEO of a company. If you're going on a date or seeing someone who looks down on your career and what you do for a living, run. Nothing grinds my gears more than someone who thinks they are superior to others just because they have a higher salary. Of course, as women, we may look for someone who is financially stable and can take care of you and your future children. I'd be a serious hypocrite if I said, don't date because they don't have a job. Because something I I look for in a partner is someone who can take care of themselves and their potential future family. But if you're living in your purpose and it's a job you were called specifically to do, do it. Even if it's not a high paying job or whatever. When it comes to dating, 
Don't ever put your worth in your career. And don't keep seeing a guy who you're not even into, but you keep seeing them because they have a high salary or a commendable career. A person's worth is not defined by their professional achievements, and that includes you. Never put your worth in what you own. I have such a juicy story. I went on a date with this guy a couple of years back and he was handsome, he was tall and really good looking and I went on this date and we sat down for dinner and as soon as we sat down, he looked me in the eye and he started to interview me. It was almost like he was ticking off boxes in his head for what I want in a wife and he was asking me very superficial things. He was asking me, are your parents still together? Do you own a house? What did you study? And just all these random questions. And I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm 24 and you're asking if I own a house. And the crazy thing is, obviously I didn't see him again, but the crazy thing is my friend went on a date with that same guy not too long ago. And same thing again. He interviewed her. He was asking if she had a house. How many square meters was her house? Was her parents still together? What job was she doing? How was she paying for her studies? Like, okay, I totally get and I love when men ask me questions and want to get to know me, but asking how many square meters is your house on the first date, I just, it just doesn't sit sit well with me. It doesn't. How are you going to pay for your studies? No, I just, it doesn't sit well. Your soul, your spirit, and your body are priceless. What you have on the inside of you is the most expensive, precious item there is on planet, planet Earth. No designer shoe, no mansion, no diamond will even come close to how much you cost. Your worth is not in the house you own. And I'm so, so sorry and sad for you if you're putting your worth in physical man-made things. Quit working for the designer shoe and start working for a kinder heart. Because your kindness, your joy and peace are what you should be working hard for. Okay, of course, I work towards superficial things. Seriously, I do. Everyone does. But I guess what I want to ask is, and I'm asking myself this as well, are you putting your worth in those things? Okay, so what is your worth? If your worth isn't in your looks, your career, or what you own, then what makes you worthy? In Jeremiah, it says, in Jeremiah 1st to 5, says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. Before you were born, I set you apart. What makes you truly worthy is the fact that you have been set apart. That's what makes you the rarest ruby there is. You being you alone makes you worthy of everything you're looking for. The fact that you are a breathing being makes you worthy. So how dare you think you're not worth it or that you're not good enough for that person? Know your worth. And you are worth it enough for Jesus to die for you. The most important, the most innocent, worthy being to ever live and the King of Kings laid his life down for you because he saw your worth. Now you need to see it. Sorry, friend. (laughs) She's preaching. She's aggressive. My sister's always told me whenever I wanted to get a message across, I become quite loud and aggressive. Sorry, not sorry. All right, so your worth or anyone's worth comes from within. It's not decided by money or stuff or what others think of you. It's about who you are, your values, your kindness, and how you see and treat people. Before you go on that date, tell yourself that you are absolutely worthy to be having dinner with that person. And if you get rejected or denied by him, 
don't let that make you feel less worthy. Just say, adios amigos. Okay, you're probably wondering, okay, where is the conversation about what men don't want us to know? It's coming, it's coming. Number two is set boundaries. A woman who is the head and not the tail, who knows her worth and highly regards herself, has strong, strong boundaries. Men are experts in pushing those boundaries. Not all, but most. (laughs) And men are incredibly clever. You know the saying of uh, men just don't get it. They're simple beings. They are silly. I'm going to squash that myth right now. They want you to believe that they are oblivious. They are not dumb. They play dumb. And they want to push to see how much they can get and how fast they can get it. And I'm not necessarily talking about sex. I'm talking about how they can purposely say and do the right things to manipulate the woman. I hope you don't think I am attacking men. I actually love men and it's just in their nature to push and pursue. It's actually quite adorable. They are doing what they were created to do. And sometimes without even knowing, they want to see and test a woman's boundaries, especially if that man sees a potential future with that woman. He'll unknowingly test her. Ladies, 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 set your boundaries. And I'm not talking about a pathetic sandcastle wall that he can come over and kick over. I'm talking about a boundary as clear and as tall as the Great Wall of China. Don't let any man walk over that boundary. I don't care if he's sweet-talking you. I don't care if he's speaking your love language. I don't care if he's buying you flowers. Throughout my experience of dating, I have definitely had a pathetic sandcastle wall for a boundary. And I have been naive. A hundred percent I have been in the position where I have believed everything the guy I was dating said, and I've allowed them to walk over my boundaries far too easily. And maybe you have too. But you know what the amazing thing is, is it's not too late to set that stronger boundary. The past men who walked over you were never your future husband, so let it go, learn from it, and now you can set your boundaries so that when the right man does walk into your life, you can do things differently. Let me tell you something. Men want you to have a firm foundation and boundaries. A lot of men are actually attracted to women who set high boundaries because it shows the man that she is a woman who knows her worth and he'll want to put in the work to be with you. And if you didn't let your boundaries budge with a man and he walks away, see you later. Here, let me open the door for you. I'll show you what a gentleman is. Never compromise your boundaries. Some men will say and do whatever it takes to see what they can get, how far they can go, and how fast they can get it. Think about what your boundaries are and don't allow them to budge. The next point is don't chase. When a woman who knows her worth and has set strong boundaries for herself, she will never chase a man. She will never need to find validation from a man and she will never compromise her peace. She isn't desperate. In fact, if you become this woman, you will start to love and become so obsessed with your own company that not one ounce of you will want to lower your standards and chase a man. Ladies, you have to understand that you are the prize and it's the man's job to find you. I'm not saying close yourself off and get rid of the dating apps. No, absolutely not. Nowadays, it's really difficult to meet people without the apps. So I'm not saying close yourself off. But if you're a woman who is taking charge, it'll become impossible for the man to step into that role of being the masculine. If you're the one picking him up for dinners, paying for his meals, buying his drinks, and then still giving him great sex at the end of the date, 
and then you are complaining at the fact that he isn't treating you or buying you flowers, I wonder why. (laughs) I think if you've been together for a couple of months, of course, treat your man. I'm all for it. But if you're in the early stages of dating and you're wanting him to pursue you, allow him to. And don't be afraid, thinking if I don't chase, he'll think I'm not keen or maybe he'll lose interest. If he isn't putting the same effort and going out of his way to pursue you, he's not your man. Plus, I'd like to add, if if he is texting you and complimenting you, treating you, showing interest and pursuing you, good. That's standard. That doesn't make him one of a kind or God's gift to this world. That is standard and incredibly normal. It's not him being a hero. It's literally him doing his job. Maybe as a woman, you feel more in control when you are doing the pursuing and chasing. But the reality is, the man would then be in control because he can choose his response and his reaction. Does that make sense? So you, the woman who is sitting back refusing to chase, is actually the one who is in control because she will then be in the position where she decides whether or not to move forward with the relationship. So not chasing actually keeps you in control. I read a book once and it was called, excuse my language, Men Love Bitches by Sherry Argov. And in one of the chapters, she talks about how men value what they work for. And the story she used is something I will never forget. It's such a good little story and I'll try, keep it super short. But basically a group of guys go on a five day hunting trip And they endure mosquitoes, they endure the cold, they can't sleep because it's cold, they have to set up their tents every night, and they are working so hard to shoot the prize deer. And eventually, on the fifth day, he finally shoots this beautiful stag, right? He's worked hard for that stag, and not only does he have to hunt for it, now he has to butcher it and get it all ready to place the stag's head on his wall. Finally, it's hanging on his wall and he looks at that stag head and he is so proud of himself and he loves it. It's something he put blood, sweat and tears into hunting that animal. Now imagine that while he's staring at this beautiful stag that he worked so hard for, the doorbell rings and he answers it. And on his doormat is a very similar stag head and it's just randomly on his doorstep Do you think he's going to treasure it and love it as much as the one that he worked so hard for? No, it's probably, it's some randoms and it smells. It's been there for who knows how long and it's not something he wants to hang on his wall because it's not something he worked for. Don't be that smelly staghead on the doormat. Don't. I've been there and I don't want any woman to be there. You are worth so much more and you are worth being worked for. So don't put someone like you on the doormat of any guy because you should be on the throne waiting for him to pursue you. I really hope this hasn't been offensive. I mean, we've all been that doormat staghead, right? I don't know. I definitely have once or twice. Honesty is policy around here. Let's chat about the men that play dumb. Being one step ahead in dating is knowing that men aren't dumb that they are very clever and they are strategic. If that guy isn't messaging you and it's been a couple of days, don't use the excuse of, oh, he's silly with his phone. Oh, you know, he's just busy. No, he's not busy. Well, maybe he is, but he ain't busy enough to text you. It takes 30 seconds to send a text. 
quit using the excuse of they are silly or whatever because they are not. And then he does text you and it's 12 a.m. at night and you're like, oh, there you go. He got his brains back and now now he wants to see me. No, he wants a route. That's what he wants. So being a step forward is actually understanding that he is clever. Doesn't make you stupid admitting that guys are clever. And believing everything a guy you've just met is saying will take you five steps back and you basically hand over your power and the control to him. I was very gullible when it came to dating back in the day. I would just believe everything a guy would say. And just like women, guys go off by actions, not your words. I made the mistake of sleeping with a guy who wasn't my boyfriend. So awkward. Hi, mum. Hi, dad. Omis, hello. Welcome to my episode. Don't you dare judge me. Don't you dare judge me. We are all trying to walk on the straight and narrow. Anyways, but after I slept with him, I tried to make up for my easiness by saying, oh, you know, I don't usually do this. I only usually do the deed with my boyfriends. Making it clear, I only now do it with my husbands. Well, my future one. But do you think when he heard my words, he believed them? No. My actions were contradicting what I was saying. Actions will always speak louder than words. Maybe you've listened to this entire episode and think, honestly, it shouldn't be this hard and we shouldn't be playing games. I'm not encouraging you to play games. I want to make it known to you that you have the power and the ability to find a quality relationship. But to do that, you need to know your worth, set your boundaries, never chase and know and understand that men are just as clever as us.